Can I go to the bathroom? I gotta go. No. <laughs> Sit down. Welcome back to this episode of Spilling the Tea with Mrs. Mrs. Hayden. Mrs. Becker. Mrs. Scootamaker. <laughs> you just think to yourself, I could see your face going, oh gosh, what she's going to do now? I can see it in your face. I was waiting for it. I was excited. <laughs> And then I just smacked my head on this. <laughs> I have so many ideas for mm. more of these, mm. so don't worry. <laughs> I can always do more math. I'll say, we have 15 years or more of educational experience. There are a lot of things that kids have said or done that we can emulate. 34. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. <laughs> I'll use your phrase on you. All right. Tonight we are discussing getting organized, our favorite topic. So who wants to start off? Do you want me to tell my story? Uh, yes. Please tell us your story. <laughs> we should probably preface by saying you have ADHD. Yeah, I okay. have ADHD. So yeah. that helps with this whole scenario. So trust me, when I tell you these things work, they work. Yes. Yeah, so today I'm working on my math facts for this podcast and I send it to the printer and I get up. Oh, I've got to go check the printer. I stand up and realize, oh. I need my 250 steps for this hour. <laughs> well, wait a minute. My my watch is out charging. I wonder if it's charged yet. So I got in the kitchen and I see several things in the kitchen I could do. But I did put my watch on. Then I realized I better check my phone to see if that's charged. And it was. And I saw some other things over there to do. And then I realized, oh, my dryer's done. I should go check that. Oh, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then as I'm heading to the bathroom, I'm thinking, why did I get up off the couch? Did I ever check the printer? <laughs> so uh, after the, going to the bathroom, because you never pass up a chance to go to the bathroom. Especially when you're a teacher. Mm-hmm. I forced myself to go do the first thing that I was supposed to do. <laughs> I went and checked on the printer. So proud of you. <laughs> Except I printed the wrong page. And I had to go upstairs <laughs> and start all over again. <laughs> Where's the dryer? <laughs> I eventually got to that. Then it's like, oh, I'm hungry now. It's lunchtime. (laughs) So I definitely have grown up learning how to use these tips and forcing myself to use them even now. Yes. Uh, As an adult, people ask me all the time, how can you not be tired? I wish I had a tenth of your energy, you know, because you're going to college, you're working on your PhD, you're a full-time teacher, you have three kids, and you're really active with them, and you're a Girl Scout leader, and you're a a Sunday school teacher. And they said, when when do you have the time in your life? And I said, because I plan. I actually maximize my time and then I have lots of time with my children, you know, but that's the beauty of getting organized is you can do lots of things and you can run successful podcasts and be like, hey, come over, let's do some podcasting as part of our PPD because it's easy once you organize your life. But the biggest thing that I like is having an agenda like that. The first thing on my list, use an agenda. And mine is in my phone, really, or I put it on post-it notes. (laughs) That's my agenda. But eighth graders, you are lucky because we supply you with one. Please use it. All right. It is so beneficial for you. And in the smart start time, you have time to copy down your week to see what you're supposed to be doing. We give you agendas in classrooms, like our weekly like, outlooks. Please use that because there's no stress. As you mentioned, Miss Goodmaker, there's no anxiety when you know what's coming. So use the agenda and get like really used to it and use it when you get to high school and when you get to college, you know, we're not going to supply them to you in high school unless you ask Mrs. Bazell very nicely. <laughs> I'm sure she'll I just have a stack of those. <laughs> yeah, I just have, 
Thanks. Um, but you can buy nice ones at Dollar General for like three bucks. So just go buy one. Always use an agenda. And if you're super creative, they make bullet journals yeah. that you can get really fancy with. Yeah. And I have a, a cousin who is super, super ADHD and very creative. And her bullet journals, she says, have saved her life. I bet they also kind of help her bring her focus to something. Yep. So. I like agendas because they're squares and I fill in the squares. <laughs> That's I like, me. I like squares too. You got to make sure you have enough space to put your yeah. stuff. When I'm buying an agenda, I buy one that has the biggest squares. <laughs> like I don't care if the design is on the front as long as I have lots of space because my handwriting is so big sometimes. All right. So what else do we have that would be good for getting organized? Color coding is wonderful. Decide green is going to be for one subject, blue for another, and then every folder, every notebook. If you even want to get fancy and can do it, your highlighters or your pencils oh, or pens could yeah. be the same colors. Yes. So when you go to grab something out of your locker or your your backpack, you're looking for a color. You don't have to pull each one out and see what it is. I agree. Um, like, And I would color code based on teachers. I'd make my mouth stuff purple because it matches your hair. And I'd make the stuff for English class red or black because it matches Satan's classroom. And then because it's science and I think of Earth when I think of science. I always pick green for science, too. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be green. Thank Just you. Green. Science yeah. is green. Th there's no other question. It's not really. There's nothing to. No, there isn't. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> Mrs. Kurtz, if you're listening. <laughs> um, so I, I like color coding. And if you go in my classroom, my classroom's color coded. And I was mad because last year, for the first time in all those years, I was very sick. And I gave the one classroom the wrong color folder. Do you remember this? And so for the rest of the year, the middle class was not yellow. And even you were confused, Miss Schoonamaker. You're like, why? Why is your folder red? Because I messed up, okay? <laughs> That's why. But yeah, red, yellow, and blue. Because my, my brain, I like rainbow. Red, yellow, then blue, right? Cutting out the extra colors, but that's how it's going to go. And I know that more morning class is going to be red. Middle class is yellow. Last class day is blue, like a rainbow. So for me, it keeps me organized, especially when I'm um, grading essays. And the kids get annoyed because period one, they get pink paper. Period, uh, the second period of the day gets yellow paper. Last gets blue. I want the blue paper. No, you're going to be in my blue pile because you're my blue class. <laughs> I need that for me. Color coding is wonderful. But I always like to say, too, when you're taking notes, like, um, you know, always have a pen and a pencil. But for the most important notes, put that in pen and highlight it. Like, especially if they say this is going to be a test. Well, I'm going to write that in pen and color that in really fast. And writing um, is now hopefully I'm getting this number correct. But writing is like reading seven times. So if your teacher is telling you something um, or telling you to read something and you want to copy some some of it down, like the main points of it, when you write it down, it actually activates another part of your brain. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're getting that. And when you use things like um, Quizlet to do the games, mm -hmm. play is much more effective than just straight studying. They don't make those programs without any research behind them. So they really help you when you play games with Mr. it. Mr. Hayden. He loves Quizlet. He likes all that kind of stuff. So whenever Sophie has to study and she can have issues in school, like she can, um, she'll always go, here, Dad, here are my notes or whatever for science. Make me a Quizlet. And he will. And she'll just sit there and play it for three days straight before she takes her test. And I'm glad she asks PJ because <laughs> he's much faster at making a Quizlet than I am. But she even she recognizes that she does better on tests if she plays games beforehand. 
Yeah, play the games. And even to make a Quizlet isn't like super time consuming. It would be just this, it was actually less time consuming than making flashcards. Yep. And there are a lot of math games out there. Yeah. That's true. Like Huda math. I love Huda math. (laughs) My biggest thing though is like, you know, we can discuss taking notes and, you know, color coding. But like the one thing that I put a star by in our notes here is really plan out what you're going to do and when, especially if you're really busy. Like, even in high school, I was in soccer and I was in band and I was in uh, marching band and I had a part-time job and I was in all the AP classes. And so what I found was the most effective was to get my agenda out. And I would plan like two weeks in advance. Like, okay, I know I have an essay in Mrs. Saylor's English class and it has to be five pages. I'm not going to get that done tonight or tomorrow, but it's due by the 13th. Well, then what day do I have available to give myself like two hours for an essay? Oh, here on Wednesday. And so I planned out that far in advance. So if you know that you're taking a lot of these heavier classes in your high school career, you may need to plan out two weeks in advance. It's just it's necessary. Do not be a procrastinator. You need to be proactive. This is a great year to start that, too, because Mm -hmm. you might not have all the same sort of responsibilities that you're going to have in the older grades. So if you start practicing it now, it doesn't feel overwhelming to start when you're already overwhelmed. Yeah. If you're already. And even in that agenda, you know, write down when birthdays are, when parties are, when your games. Because it helps you plan out. It helps you plan out your life beyond school. I use my calendar on my phone like crazy for birthdays because I forget birthdays. It's just I'm terrible with dates. I really if it wasn't that I know that I got married on June 26th, I wouldn't even know my anniversary. So last side tip would be making lists. And I like doing this like a little bullets on post-its. Um, it's always good to make little lists. You know what to, to study or to do. And it's actually really good. And we're going back to your like, you know, activating your brain, Mrs. Schoonmaker. Let's say that in your head, I want to get these five things done. And you do the fifth thing before you even make your post-it. It's okay to make your post-it and put that fifth thing down and then cross it off. It, it feels so good to do that, but it's good because you get that little celebration, like the, the confetti cannons go off in your head. You get that little, you know, dopamine, and then you can continue on with one, two, three, and four. So yeah, making lists are a really good way to organize yourself. I make lists all the time. Oh, I would not function without a list. If my and life is a list. Sometimes it calms your anxiety Mm -hmm. because you have all these thoughts swirling in your head and when you put them down on paper then you've pulled them out of your head and you can see them physically and organize them you can make a game plan yeah yep it's always like your brain makes it to be so much more when you see something like oh that's not so bad i'll take my four square breathing or (laughs) just deep breath (laughs) and then you can get through it and of course when in doubt ask us for help yes that's what we're here for All right, that's it for tonight, though. All right, so thank you for listening to Spilling the Tea, this time with Mrs. Hayden, Mrs. Becker, and Mrs. Hayden Have a lovely evening.